Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode seven of Honest Pod with Matthew Ali. And me, Trashbag McAllister. How are you going, Ashley? Yeah, good. Just busy at work. You know what it's like. I don't know what it's like, unfortunately. I know for you, every week is busy. Every single week is busy. I've got some friends, and you're one of them. And no matter what week it is, apparently you're just, every week is the hardest week. No matter what. Every week is the hardest week for you. And I just don't understand how that happens. I don't know. Just, I must take on more responsibility. Ugh, just my week. My week was so hard. I'm like, okay, okay, Ashley. Again, you just say busy. As always. <laughs> I wish I had your job where you clearly don't get under any stress at all. I worked really hard this week. I did. I was working 12-hour days minimum. And I'll be doing that, probably not 12-hour days, but a bit more next week. So I'm genuinely tired and I've finally, finally deserved uh, my salary this year. (laughs) (laughs) The first week. (laughs) The very first week this year that I've worked hard. I've earned it. I can... you mustn't be used to this hard work because I can hear it in your voice, like your voice. Isn't like, it? Can you hear? It? Like honestly. Yeah, you sound. Ooh, you sound hot almost. So this is what I call my sexy husky voice. It's and, so um, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I was, I've been training uh, these kids all week, and so that's what I want to talk about is about like young people and our first jobs when we started. And um, it came to like the third day, and they're like, "Oh, something's changing your voice, Matt. It suddenly sounds so deep and so manly." So apparently I must have been really high-pitched and squeaky. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you mean you sounded a bit like, Ma'ale? Just like that, apparently, yeah. <laughs> Someone said, so there's this children's program, and I'm hoping you can edit this in somehow, if you can find it, called Mr. Bramble or Mr. Bumble or something. Mr. Bumble, yeah. Oh, have you heard of this person? Yeah, he's, all, he's a regular in our eyes. Oh, okay, yeah. Apparently I sound like him. Polly had a dolly who was sick, sick, sick. No, that's not the person. But now you've got super sexy husky voice. Somebody messaged me this week and told me that they think you sound like Lewis Hamilton. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I'm such a big fan of yours. That is an absolute lie. I said you must be listening to the wrong podcast because Matt does not sound like Lewis Hamilton. No way. I get that I look like him, but one thing that me and my brother get all the time is that we look like every single brown mixed-race person ever in the history of the world. I walked past you today. Uh, exactly. I was like, then, well, no, I did not. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I know <laughs> Damn it. I hate it when I try to make a joke and it backfires because there we're, are no so, <laughs> we're so whitewashed over here. Oh, my God. Um, but... Yeah, honestly, people are like, I know you from someone. I'm like, no. And it, now it's a regular thing. Now I know that people just assume they've seen me because apparently my face is so like, synonymous with any brown person that they just be like, I've definitely seen you before. I know you. I'm like, no, it's some famous footballer or sports person. And it's always that, some sort of athlete. Your face is common. I think it's very muscular, apparently, because it's always an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one thing I don't do, look at you. Your face is muscular. I've got a muscular face, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the only part. Oh, your arms are looking good. I can see them here. These are small. I know my arms. I always do my podcast topless. That I. Yeah, <laughs> really unnerves me. I'm not going to say. It's, like... well, it's boiling in here because I have to close out the windows and the doors. So I have to like basically get all my clothes off because normally I'm sweating. And right. uh, yeah, but I just like bulge my biceps. Do you see? Oof. Oof. Anyway, tell me about. <laughs> Instagram that. Oh um, tell me about your week. I mean, obviously you've been working really, really hard, but did you have time to do anything else except for work? Uh, no. I mean, we kind of went to the pub like maybe once or twice, but not really because, you know, I was kind of getting up at like five or like four, 
15 and stuff like that and then not finishing until about that's six finishing six minimum and then you know getting home after eating so i kind of just watched love island one night i had to miss love islands because i was so tired mental but yeah so no i didn't do anything i actually didn't do anything else this week apart from work that's not a life that's not a life well i didn't do anything either really this week it's because you were so busy i was so busy i was so busy. I was in trying to increase. I don't. I, I, I don't want to say it, but you're gonna stop saying it now because no. But I'm not. I, I'm. I went to that place I go to and I talk about it a lot. The supermarket. No. The pizzeria that sells good free pizza. No. That man's house whose name you don't know but ties you up and blindfolds you. Dad. No. 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 <laughs> the gymnasium. Ah yes, that's the one. Uh, okay, I, you went to the gym. You went to the gym again. You were so busy that you went to the gym, right? Well, between work and a very crazy workout routine. But today I went out and I was. I finished the gym and I thought it's such a nice. I got soaked yesterday cycling home. It was the wettest day. I got absolutely soaked. But today was nice. The sun was out. It was like a real sort of like warm feeling in the air. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to cycle around the country. So I took the long way home. So I cycled about 10 miles home. Yesterday or today? Was that, sorry? Today, today. Was oh, nice um, It was nice. I was out enjoying nature, like cycling through the hills, the farm. Um, and then I swallow a butterfly. Because I don't, I for some reason, uh, cycle with my mouth open. I so think that's normal because people are, you're exercising. Yeah. But I was like, and it was like, it flew in. And it was like, hit the back of my throat. No, stop it. <laughs> and you, you it, look. Um, Are you sure it was a butterfly, not like a piece of paper? No, it was a butterfly. Because I seen it, it was a little a white one. A little white one. So you saw it, then snapped at it? <laughs> I was like, I just, walked, I just worked out. I was hungry. I needed protein. <laughs> well, no, I kind of, like, I seen it come in. And I just sort of didn't realize it would sort of dip. And it went in my mouth. And I was like, Ugh. And I sort Did of you swallow it. No, nearly. I sort of hit the back of my throat, and I was like, oh, and I like swerved the bike, which country roads is like narrow anyway. So I was kind of swerved the bike into the grass, kind of thing at the side, and like hawked it back out again. Um, I always thought you swallowed. <laughs> um, no, I hawk and spit. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then I always go through to make sure it's alive like just kind of do a little digging <laughs> what the little butterfly or the little cum they're always looking about anything I bring out of my mouth I like to investigate what it is that's disgusting because I know you vomit at least on a weekly basis <laughs> do I? you do yeah it's true oh. well apart from the butterfly story that's that's literally the highlight of my week I mean nearly <laughs> oh man <laughs> Should we get into our stuff? 100%, let's go. Cool, I'll let you go first this week, Matt. I think I went first like last week. Did I not go first last week? Yes, I did, because I, yeah, I did. Cause we talked, oh, okay. Yeah. I, why but, did I say that every week? I must forget. Yeah, Matt has just woken up. But Matt set his alarm this time, but for five so, minutes to five. I'm not <laughs> and then you messaged me saying like I'm ready when you are, and I'm like, okay. I didn't I'm say ready. ready. I said I meant like I'm ready to get ready. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a, <Okay. laughs> I was ready to get ready, like you know, my pre-ready. So anyway, so yeah, my work week was quite. Uh, it was enjoyable actually. So for the company that I work for, we're opening a new restaurant. 
and I work in training. So now that the whole team are hired, we have to do like a week's training and they're quite long days because we need to get there early to set up. The training days are quite long and then we need to sit down and talk about it and stuff, which is cool. And all the teams, so it's fresh on, it's just like team member work kind of thing. So it's what I do when I first joined the company and they're all so young. And if they're not young in like actual age, they're definitely like going through something in their lives at that time, you know? But anyway, most of them are like 17, 18, maybe 19 years old. And it got me thinking, and just seeing them and the way they behave in a group and stuff, I was like, and treat, the reason why my throat is gone is because you literally have to scream at them like you're in school. I feel like a teacher, you know? (laughs) They're like just not rushing around. And I'm like, this is a workplace. Like they're sitting there playing like a computer game. And I'm like, you're five minutes late. Why on earth are you sitting there playing your Nintendo Switch when you're supposed to be dressed and ready to go? And I just start getting really, really aggy, you know? And you've got these group of kids and stuff. Like they've got their little cliques. And there was this one girl who's like the Regina George of the group. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. So like no, no one could do things without like her permission or she had to be like the center of attention all the time. And so I'd try and like separate the groups. Um, because you have to like you know if you don't know work is getting done and you know they're talking I don't know if they talked about other people I I don't know whether that happens because you don't I don't really get involved in that sort of stuff but it's so interesting that even at like 18 and it's a lot of people's first jobs it's almost like being in school you know Mm. and I was just thinking like what was your first job do you remember it like when you were like I don't know 16 or 17 oh I had my first job was a paper round oh so it's quite alone then really yeah, but I only did it for like two, I got it like in winter and I only did it for two weeks and I hated it because I got wet, so I stopped. Because it's in winter, what a mistake. Well, in Ireland as well, it's just always wet, so I was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. How old and are you? I was about 14. Okay. First job after that, I was probably 16 and I worked in a pub. What? Yeah. I worked in Is a that pub. loud? Uh, yeah, it's loud because all I did was, I didn't serve alcohol at the stage, I was only collecting glasses and, and tidying up. I feel like that'd be quite fun. The people made it fun. Obviously, Limavadi is so small, but there was like one big sort of nightclub here. It was called, it's called the Gortine. It was a hotel, for kind of a country pub, a Gortine. restaurant. The Gortine House Hotel, yeah. How do you spell that? G-O-R-T-E-E-N. What does Gortine mean? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sure it means something in Irish, but... Were there other people at your age? It was a good mix. There was a lot of us who were 16, I guess, because we were the waiters and... Like a lot of my friends were 16. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was barman. Friend, one friend, no S. I didn't even have a friend. It was just me and my mirror. And that frog. <laughs> the frog. Baby frog. It was good. It was a hotel. So you can, you can imagine like the, the level of staff there was. There was like bar staff, restaurant staff, receptionists, mm-hmm. managers. And it was good. That was the nightclub, are you saying the hotel? It's, a, it's sort of like there's a hotel and there's a nightclub attached to the back of it. That's so strange in a hotel, like a big hotel. Do you ever go there? Like, have you ever seen it or do you go past it nowadays? I live quite close to it. Sadly, it was the owners sold it and then there was a horrible, horrible fire. Yeah, I live quite close to it. So the ruins are still sort of there. It's all all fenced off and you can't go there anymore. But there's still the old sign saying the Gortine. It's such a weird name, Gortine. I don't know why I find that really strange. You find everything Irish. Strange. Nula, Emer, Gortine. <laughs> okay, saying those words, they don't sound ridiculous to you because they sound insane to me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what was your first job? So my first job was um, in a uh, like sports centre and I used to, I'd work at the summer camp where um, people would go there every day and do different sports and like activities. So I was 16. 
I just turned 16 as a summer job because I used to walk a dog but that, and like wash cars and stuff but that was kind of just like outside my front door kind of thing you know mm-hmm. but this is the first time something got paid into a bank account and you basically just basically just be a person standing there so I wasn't like coaching them or anything it was literally just stand there and make sure they're okay and then rotate them after a certain amount of time it was quite fun it was quite fun because all the people that worked there were pretty much similar ages and the people that attended were like kids from like five to like I think 15 as well um then you got to like use the place for playing games and stuff if you wanted to you could get involved but it was the first time that I realized I couldn't speak to people the way that I wanted to at a work place because I was so used to doing it I don't know in my regular life (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean like swear at them or there was this one mum who came in right with her kid in the ice skating rink people we'd give out ice skates and we tell them to undo the laces and put them inside the laces when, in in the skates when they bring them back and she wasn't doing it and i was like can you put them inside please she was getting all lippy and be like why would i do that whatever and like just put them inside and, and then she wouldn't so i was like next to the person. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like you can't shout at me and i was like next to person please <laughs> so i just walked away <laughs> and then like half an hour later my manager came up with her in, in tow <laughs> oh no yeah yeah and she was like uh, this person said that you shouted her I said she went for her laces in her skates <laughs> <laughs> they were like you can't scream at these people and I, she said you just need to apologize okay so she brought me I was like alright I apologize I went over and then yeah my manager was like Matthew has something to say and then I was like I'm sorry for shouting you she was like the woman you know some people that just don't accept an apology Oh, yeah, they make such a fuss. And I was like, whatever. Yeah, so I was like, you know, like, why? Why did you do it? And I'd be like, mm, like I'm sorry, okay? I shouldn't have shouted you. Would you say that was your the best job you've ever had? Like, the most no. fun? No. No? No, no, not at all. I've had some really good jobs that I've enjoyed. Uh, when I went to university, I used to do, I used to do a lot of summer camp jobs, you know, when you're studying and stuff. And I don't know how it turned into sports, considering I'm not, although I enjoy games and sports, I was definitely not sporty, you know, I was like, 17 stone i was 17 and a half stone when i was 16 do you know what i mean i was massive and then i lost quite a lot of weight when i went to uni anyway i must have got down to like 13 and a half 14 stone which is a lot you know i mean but that was a really good job because there we were actually like running sessions i used to get like coaching badges and stuff and you were coaching kids in different sports but the group of people around that was a lot of fun what's the craziest thing you've ever done in the workplace it's so i used to work in a library all right this is why, so this is what I used to do every Saturday. I used to work in a library on a Saturday. And then during like times when I wasn't studying or whatever, I could do like, extra hours. And I'm sure everybody's had like, or a lot of people have had like, you know, a wank at work. And I, for some people, it's a regular, regular occurrence. At me at this point, as a young person. What age were you? Huh? What age were you? Uh, I started there when I was 18 and I finished when I was like 21. Oh, okay. Sometimes you'd have to do work in the back, so not out in the library, like serving customers. You'd have to like repair books or I don't know, do something. And... This was an open plan office at the back. And I used to sit at like the back seat where people couldn't see because the desk was facing my way. And I used to just like put on porn and have a wank. Bearing in mind that you know, like, there's people in the office. Like, pe- like I could see, like if I'm looking, say your desktop, your computer now. If you look, like, I could see, they, like they're there. They're right there. And I would just put the sound off, go on a website, on the computer there and basically just start wanking. Oh my God. And then like, I would just go to the toilet and finish off like, you know, because I wouldn't do it there. So it would get really messy, but I would just, yeah. Cause we didn't have our phones and I couldn't go on my phones in the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Because I was at like, 18, I didn't have a smartphone that had a screen or anything that I could go on. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a wank at work. Stop it. I don't think that I don't, is ridiculous. I don't think I have. Like, I don't, I that's don't a, okay. That's a normal thing to do. Not what I did there in an open plan office, but to go oh, to I'm the not- toilet. 
bash for now. It's a very yeah. regular thing, for sure. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not. I just don't think I've ever done it. I just, you know, you know, do you know why? I'll tell you why. I've just never had time. <laughs> <laughs> I am always so busy. <laughs> You're just so busy. Like, yeah. Just like, so how did you just have a hard time to have a wink? <laughs> I wish, I wish. See, I, I wish I had that delegated um, wank break, but I just, I never did. That's why I don't smoke either. I just don't have time to take smoke breaks. Oh my God, you're so good. You're such a hard worker. I am. Oh I am. People like you annoy me so much. Like some people, but they can never just be content and be like, you know, my work week's been okay. Or, you know, it's been quiet. No, you're like, every week is just terrible. I had to do everybody's job and <laughs> I'm the only one who works and everybody else is terrible. It's not true, okay? I've got a friend that went like that now. Like, she, um, you know, she's just like, oh, my week is just so tough. And I'm like, we do the same job. There's no way. <laughs> Although mine is quiet. But yeah, it's just like, oh, my days are so long. Oh, everything's so terrible. And I'm like, mm, are you sure now? Are you sure? Because sometimes she forgets that I was at, like, this event or something that she was at or, like, you know, this session. And then she'll be saying to someone, like, oh, it was just this, that, and the other. And I'm there screwing my face, being like, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all, you know? So people like you really, look, I've learned to get over it. And you do, <laughs> okay? But yeah. You just run. I have a lot last. of free time. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, like, you know, like, I, well, anyway, I, I, I have a lot just, of free time, especially just, the library. I wonder what sound it made. Probably didn't because like I had like my, I don't know. Obviously it didn't. And I'd be really well, like secretive had, about it. If you had headphones in and other people could hear it. I didn't have headphones on. I didn't listen to the sound. Oh, okay. So that's probably like, although that's like a sex thing, I guess like actual just like work. I mean, I don't know. I'm quite partial to stealing things from work, but I think that's also quite normal. <laughs> we, um, when I was at uni, <laughs> we, we had this, I worked in the cinema at uni and we're doing this promotion, which was the first time we were allowed to have alcohol in the cinema to give away some alcohol company had sponsored a film and we were giving customers a free bottle of beer as they went into the into the, the cinema we instigated i have to say it was my i did the plan it was like oceans 14. there was a big crate of beer and we ended up stealing about 12 cases of beer That's, oh my god and you started this plan well we sort of like we knew this beer was sitting there and we're, we're poor students we were minimum wage job in the cinema we're like you would have done it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you would I mean, do the exact same. <laughs> I mean, I mean, would, yeah. I've definitely, um, I've like, in one of the places that I worked in, I've, I've stayed there till like 4am and basically just like drank all the drink that was there. Like, We've done that. Oh, that was you. Because. I just remember us sitting and the delivery man came. You're like, shit, what time yeah. is it? <laughs> it was like 4am. Yeah. It was really, really late. Remember? And then I said, oh, sugar. Because we ended up drinking that entire box of wine. I yeah. think we had like four bottles and we had some of the really like, expensive one. Yeah, well. you did. Yeah. You weren't holding back. It was only four of us, right? Me, you, Adam. I Adam. I think it was only three of us. Maybe Jordan. Sugar. No, I don't think he was there. I have no idea now. I can't remember actually. I only think it was three. Yeah, or maybe it was. Um, and I was supposed to pay for it because even with my discount, it would have been about like, it was a good like, 80, 100 pounds worth of drink between the two oh, of us. We didn't stop. But I forgot to pay for it, did I tell you? Uh, you, you no. 
yeah, I forgot to pay. So I was like, okay, guys, I'll pay for it tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow, the next time I was there, because I can't remember what day we stayed. I was doing the stock count. And so I was like, oh, I need to pay for it. Because if you don't pay for it, then it will be taken away from like your stock. And I thought like it would give like a really bad number. Turns out our number was still really great. So I never paid for it. And it was amazing. I've definitely stolen a lot of alcohol, for sure. I've tried to have sex at work, but that didn't really work out. I got too nervous. With who? With someone I was in a relationship with. Oh, not with somebody at work. Oh, no. Do you know what, man? Oh. I never get with anyone at work. Those stories always sound really hot, but there's just, that never happens. Like, I've never, ever found anyone attractive like, that I've worked directly with. You know, you know the person that's relatively hot at my work, isn't it? Yeah. But we've never worked together, and even then, it wouldn't really be a thing. But yeah, generally, there's not many. There's no one that I'd be like, no, nah, I just wouldn't. There was, in my old job, which was the office near your job, mm. so many people were banging. Oh, my God, when they used to come in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. Our, the, the owner of the company was easily one of the hottest men. He's crazy handsome. What's the craziest thing you've done at work then? Because you've never even had a wang. So just as a disclaimer to everyone listening, this is going to be boring. <laughs> I don't have time to do crazy stuff. You know this. One time I didn't meet my <laughs> deadline and I literally just lost my shit. Really What's the worst job you've ever had? The current one. No, I'm joking. I'd actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> my boss listened, so I said that for <laughs> So if you could have any job in the world, what would it be? Like, well, what's your dream job? I, I really do hate this question. Because? Um, because this is where it gets real deep. Uh-oh. Okay, I'm looking for, like, one-worded answers here. And, no. then, and then a reason why. So don't write. All right, shall I not? No, you started. Let's go. Okay. Well, I've only fallen into the job that I'm in now because I've never really followed my dreams and I've always been embarrassed to say them because I feel like I haven't lived up to my potential. And so it got to a point, especially the past couple of years, where I just wouldn't tell people what I wanted to do because I still have these dreams and these ideas. I still believe that at 30 years old, I can still like pursue my dreams, but it's only re- recently that I've come to that realization because like, for the past 20, you know, 10 years or so, I haven't. I've just been coasting along i haven't really done anything that i can you know truly say that i put my 100 percent all into effort you know so what's your dream job so my dream job uh, to answer that question i actually want to be like a presenter like a tv presenter yeah i always thought you want to be an actor no I, I i i enjoy it and it's how that sort of thing came across i enjoy acting the reason why i want to be a presenter is because i feel like it'd be something that i'd really enjoy but something that i think i could be excellent at i think you'd be good at doing like news presenting you know in the like i always see the american shows people dial in and the presenter gets really fiery and they're like well no you did not i could it see wouldn't work here though it wouldn't work here it doesn't work in the uk team no. it's really bad and i do like performing i do like being told i've done a good job for you know you like attention i don't know I, I do i do enjoy attention yeah everybody does like not everyone does but i think but I, you know we've had this where some people crave it and yeah. actively fight for it and that's probably one of my negatives if i wanted to do something like that whereas i need to put myself out there and i find it really difficult even with the podcast when you like you know you message all these people and stuff and you know you really push it i find I'm, i have this like ego thing where i don't want to i don't want to seem like i'm trying too hard which is but it's not a no, that's a negative trait that i have on myself mm. you know whereas i need to put myself out there because i also have this massive fear of rejection so rejection is going to happen it's going to happen you need to just get on with it and it's easy for some people to say but for me and it's that's not necessarily an easy thing that's one of my one of my uh i don't know my barriers do you have an ideal job or a dream job yeah of course what is it 
porn star. Oh, what's your second? <laughs> Farmer. Okay. What's your third? <laughs> um, what's your natural skill set? I feel like <laughs> office manager would be really good because you're very organized. You're incredibly pushy. Yeah, I mean, after... And you porn, like to just troll down the, like, the aisles looking at people and telling them what they're doing wrong. After porn star and after farmer, it would be... Um, off, like, again, like a supermarket, supermarket manager. You... <laughs> Don't use that in a derogatory way. No, I'm not. I, no, I'm not. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't. No, I can understand why it sounded like You said like that about me. Do you remember when you said that about my job? And I was like, oof. What did I say? When I was in one of the, when you used to work close by and you were like, Matt, you just wash cups and. I never said that. You did. I remember I was actually genuinely hurt. Really? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I remember this. I actually would remember it because I was like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. Um, I can't believe I ever said that. You did. Yeah, yeah. Did I say it as a joke and it just maybe didn't come It was a joke, but it was a joke that hurt. Yeah, yeah. Because you were like, all you do is just like give away food and wash cups or something. And I was like... Oh, I I didn't. Oh, my God. I feel bad. Because at lunch, at that point, I was literally just doing that. But in where (laughs) I went... No, but I have to be on shift, you know what I mean? And to me, I'm proud of that that bit because I don't have any... Like, me, I'm happy to work hard. But if I can do that, that means the rest of my restaurant is working well. And I've done my job. In my head, that's what I think. Because if your restaurant runs fine and I don't have to do anything, that's a good thing because I just manage the people doing their job. But you said that and I was like, oh, that's deep. Oh my God, I obviously never meant it like that. And I'm really sorry. And I now I feel bad about making the supermarket manager joke because the reason, like, I, I get really angry when people seriously say that old, old McDonald workers joke. And I, it drives me insane because I admire anyone who is willing to get up and do a job. I think so too. I think all jobs, I think working is respectable and I would never degrade. I would never actively try to degrade many different jobs, you know, unless you were hurting someone. And that is even like porn stars and even like sex workers and things like that, because I think let's find out why. Let's find out why, if that's a thing. And if it is damaging, then someone needs to sort that out. But no, I think, you know, if people want to work for a living as opposed to live off someone else of the state, I I think that's an admirable thing to do for sure. Definitely. And I, I'm sorry that I, I mean, it was, it was a joke. And I'm sorry that it hurt. It's okay. And I, I, I do think sometimes you might say something like that. And I think it's important just to be like, actually, you know, I know there might be jokes, but those things can be quite hurtful, especially to me because I've never had, you know, I didn't study like properly and I didn't have a career and I, you know, like sort of thing. And I'm like, you and know, for a long time, I was 25 years old working per hour. Yeah. And the, and the supermarket manager job was basically a throwback to when Queer's Folk first came out. One of the guys that worked in the show, one of the characters was a uh, supermarket Steve. manager and he got to just cruise hot guys all day. And so when you said you're super organized, I thought, well, that's a good job because they get to be super organized and cruise hot guys. <laughs> cruise hot guys That'd be really good. Um, no, I'd really like that. But what is yours then? Genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. I would love to work on a farm. Like, I'd love to be a farmer. Like it is. <sighs> that's like my nightmare. No, it, 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 it I just, I like, the fact that it's a kind of throwback to, well, I sort of grew up on a farm, so I know the mindset. I also, it's, it's very rewarding because you put in a lot of hard work mm. and it is literally you reap what you sow. Like it is, like, there's no better way to de- describe a job than that. Um, and it's just, it's outside, it's manual. It's, I mean, I say that when it's sunny out and it's nice, but in the winter when it's cold, I'll be like, no, those, those guys can just feed themselves today. Yeah, um, there's no way. I always wanted to be a vet. 
until I had to put a dog down and then I didn't want to be a vet. Well, you did that. Yeah, I did. No, I had to, I did a work experience at a veterinary clinic and I had to put down a lassie dog. Oh, that's harsh. It was tough. And the vet was, she was so brutal. She was just like, I do this pretty much 50% of the week is putting animals down. And I'm like, yep, I'm not going to do this anymore. That's tough. You have to learn to disconnect really, isn't it? Yeah. It'll take a while um, to do that sort of thing. What else? What else? Dream jobs. I don't know. I quite like... We just said for one. We didn't say like your entire career resume. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> well, okay then. Um, I guess acting, because why not reach for the stars as well? So let's talk about my thing. What's your thing, Ashley? I want to talk about the legalization of cannabis. Okay. Uh, did you see this in the news this week? Uh, after you said it, I looked it up. And it wasn't cannabis no. itself. Cannabis products. In particular, two types. Yes. Okay. So I did see it is the answer to that question. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to start talking about this? Or am I... Oh, gonna... sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have done my research. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, doc, so there's been a change in the law here in the UK where doctors will be able to prescribe cannabis-derived medicine after the government's given the approval for, well, I say doctors, specialized doctors, and the word specialized has me a bit worrisome. Basic, well, it's just, it's like, how specialized do they have to, it's not as it can you, is it a case your GP can now prescribe it? No. No, it's, so it sounds like there's still quite a hurdle to, to get the medicine, mm-hmm. which by the sounds of it is not what we need it to be. But steps, I guess, isn't it? This is the beginning of it. It's the beginning. I think, well, obviously, it, it all came to light in the recent cases of the kids like Alfie Dingley and Billy Caldwell, who have e- epilepsy. And it was, I think a lot of the videos recently have gone viral where they were showing the benefits of this CBD oil, literally would stop their seizures within seconds. Like, it is miracle stuff. And obviously, that triggered that... That triggered the government to think that okay, our current approach to medicinal marijuana isn't where it should be, and it shook things up. And it was the Home Office have announced last week that they will, from autumn or fall, they'll be able to prescribe this. So, I think this is brilliant. I think it's a very good step forward. I was doing some research as well, so I have to just say full disclosure. I'm a big fan of CBD oil. Or like something you use now? I do use it, yeah. Really? Well, yeah. since you've been in the gym? Not since I've been in the gym. I use it more for my stomach because it helps with digestion problems and okay. uh, celiac disease. So, But I basically got CBD oil for my mum and her back. As a, so one of the guys who runs the gym, he takes CBD oil for his purposes. And So does he, that mean that you're using it illegally? No, it's not illegal. It's, it's not prescribed. We're using the legal stuff. So CBD oil isn't illegal. Okay. The, C- the CBD oil that the kids take for their seizures is illegal because I think it contains the THC, which is the psycho- psychoactive stuff. Yeah, the THT, is it? Sorry. THC, I think it's called. THC, right, right. Yeah. And um, the, the CBD oil, which you can get in, in that, like a health shop or anything like that, it doesn't contain that. So there's no hallucinogenic. Um, so basically, you're not getting high off it. It's just all the 
the good stuff. And the good stuff is things like pain relief, it reduces anxiety and depression, alleviates cancer-related symptoms, reduces acne. Um, it's neuroprotective properties, so that's like talking about the things like the epilepsy and stuff like that. And there's also health benefits um, for the heart. I have to say, since my mom started taking it, it's changed, I would say it's changed her life. I've um, experienced it. I've never used it. I think my brother does, but he uses it for like exercise in some way um, as a supplement. And I don't know how it helps exercise or... Well, it might help just if you've been to the gym heavy and you've got pain. It might help with the pain relief. I think it's just something to do with like an anti-inflammatory. Am I making that up? I don't know. I'll ask, I'll ask the guy at the gym. He might know. Mm-hmm. I think the problem that we have is in the UK is classed as a class one drug. And that means that there is no, there's no therapeutic value in it. Mm. So it's classed the same with like cocaine and stuff like that. There's, but because it's classed like that and it's an illegal substance, it makes it harder to do the research to get the therapeutic value out of it because researchers yeah, have places I think they can actually research it because well, actually grow isn't it they need to grow it and then practice on it and so yeah and you have like a license to do it and the, the license is really short to do it so by the time you get the license by the time your plant grows your license is expired so you can't do anything with it so it's sort of the guy who forwarded this Sajid Javid he did say that this is not a step towards legalizing cannabis. But I'm thinking, should we just legalize cannabis? I can't say that I feel super strongly about it at this point in time because I'm not a regular cannabis user myself. No, um, I don't. I, I have used it before. And if I go to, I've been to Amsterdam a couple of times, um, a few times, and I like to have a go and stuff. And I don't, ha- I don't have any issues with it. Uh, there's been a history of it in my family and stuff, which I, I think has put me off of it, using it regularly, probably. Mm. But my thing is, is like, why shouldn't it be if like alcohol, I always liken things to alcohol, I guess, more than anything. Yeah. And I think that alcohol is so damaging, can be so damaging to people um, that, but it's still okay. And it's most certainly a drug. So cigarettes. And they're okay. What makes cannabis different? I'd like to know what makes cannabis different to those. And anything taken too much, is bad for you. If somebody was to eat so much chocolate, you know, it's bad for you. Even too much water. Too much water is bad for you. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I was reading several stuff and one of, um, somebody pointed out that when it comes to the cannabis regulation in the UK, we're closer to countries like Russia, China, Indonesia, and Singapore with our approach to this. And the only difference between us and their approach is we don't kill people for possession of drugs. It's Say that again. So we're closer to countries like Russia, China, Indonesia, and Singapore with, our, with regards to our approach to legalizing cannabis. But the only difference between us and them is that we don't kill people for having drugs. As a government, you mean? As a government, yeah. So it's not, it's, I think, like, for example, China, Indonesia, and Singapore, it's, if you're caught with things... We're still behind then. Sorry? We're still behind. We're still quite repressed or regressive when it comes to... Totally. Canada's legalized it. Certain states in, like, over half the states, I think, in the US have... No, there's only eight or ten. Well, I read today there's definitely 23. I have no idea. I'm just saying numbers. Well... Portugal is sort of one of the first European, well, Amsterdam, obviously. Portugal is one of the first ones that's recently legalized it. And there's 14 European countries that are already 
sort of at some way more further down the line of legalizing it than we are. Mm. But when it comes to the pros and cons of this, to me, the pro of being able, like the tax benefit of it is a massive pro. Mm -hmm. Like I read that it's a year, the tax on cannabis would bring in 3.5 billion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have how many users? Does it say roughly or how many think users of cannabis? No, it didn't say. Okay. It would also free up prisons because we wouldn't be throwing people in prison for having a joint. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm. Well, um, I don't know if you get to prison for one, but for sure, like, well, you, you wouldn't be able to sell it, really. Yeah, you couldn't, it wouldn't be illegal to sell it, so. It probably would be if you had so much. It'd have to be sold in, like, like it'd be illegal now to sell cigarettes on the street, so. Yeah, it's similar, like. But, like, sure, you, 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 you fewer people actually selling it. There'd be a few people selling it, I guess, in the street and back alleys or whatever. You'd actually be able to buy it from the shop. So those people that actually had it in the first place would lose their business. Yeah, so you'd have to have license. License. Of it. Yeah, like like bars. Like bars, you have to yeah. have a license to sell alcohol. You'd have licenses to sell this. Absolutely. To me, it needs to be policed exactly the same as alcohol. Alcohol's um, so bad for you. It's crazy. Especially, I think, British people. I don't know about if you think that we have a stigma about alcohol, but the, uh, our binge drink society is quite... You know, I think it is exceptional. And myself included, I would cast it for myself as a binge drinker as mm. opposed to someone who occasionally drinks because I don't drink regularly during the week, but most certainly when I do drink on a Saturday, it's to excess. The fact that we're able to drink as much as we want to and get absolutely messy, it's crazy considering that, you know, it is really damaging to your body. You wake up the next day and these hangovers are not just there for a particular reason. You're actually damaging your body, like... You know, you feel so ill because you've damaged your body. You've poisoned yourself. I was told that the reason why you're always horny when you're hungover is because your body thinks it's dying and it's doing what it has to do to reproduce and to continue and do its natural thing. Of, no. It makes sense to me. That's crazy. The amount of tears going on. <laughs> the amount of uh, tissues that I've reproduced with when I've been hungover. It's... Oh, my God. The tears, isn't it? Just because of what you did yesterday. <laughs> All these mistakes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess some of the cons as well, just to balance it out, would be, would it be easier? I don't know how, but would it, because it's easier to get, would there be an increase of people with drug problems? Mm-hmm. Well, Although, how many people tend to get, I think it's one of the least addictive. People tend to get addicted more to alcohol or cigarettes, so potentially if it's easily available. Yeah, a lot of people use Portugal as, a, as an example because they recently legalized their drugs and they said that there was no increase in people becoming addicted. Personally, based on what I would think, and it's, not, it's following no science or anything, I don't think it would increase because it's really available at all. I think those that are using it would continue to use it. I also don't believe it would promote usage because it's actually very easy to get anyway. Yeah. It's easy to get. Yeah, so... So if you yeah. were to vote right now, yes or no, would you legalise cannabis? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Me too. Do you know I nearly talked about something totally different? What, today? Yeah. I was doing some research on what I want to talk about, and I nearly talked about an article which was homophobic graffiti smeared on Cornwall rainbow bench in human waste. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mishear that. So apparently down in Cornwall... I'll talk about it anyway. Down in Cornwall, they were in, <laughs> down in Cornwall. There, so these people were painting this bench for Cornwall Pride. Some other human came along and, with shit, spread across the bench, effing queers. 
Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. This was down in Nuki. Organizers of the Nuki event said that this was not representative of the community and that they have CCTV camera and it's just disgusting. That's vile. Truly yeah. vile. <laughs> Um, shall I read out uh, we got a review this week yeah shall I read that out yeah go for it excellent so we got one this week from Jess 98 she gave us five stars and she said I don't usually listen to podcasts but I can't get enough of you guys I really enjoy the topics discussed not only because I can relate to them but because I'm learning so much too you make me giggle every week and I really hope you keep on sharing what's in your beautiful witty minds and then she was smiley face smiley face Jess, kiss, kiss. Thanks, Jess. Well, this week you learned about shit and cannabis and whatever Matt talked about. I've already forgotten. It wasn't that important anyway. <laughs> Work. Yeah. It's so strange that, not strange, it's interesting that people say I learn so much. I'm like, what are you learning about? Because I feel like we talk about crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My God, I'm, they're just so insightful. They're just geniuses. I'm like, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Martin Wise. Isn't it? It's just so wise. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh. So let's try and get some more in because that'd be awesome. Some more reviews. Yeah. And tell us about your first jobs. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested as well. What people did for the first jobs, what jobs they didn't like, what they think of cannabis. Do people deal cannabis? <laughs> like, tell us everything. Is it possible to say? Oh, go on. What? Is, are we allowed to say that we're now on Spotify? Yeah, we should say that. I mean, not that people here need to know because they're already listening, but we should be pushing that. We should push that on social. Well, does the thing it, does the Android app's a bit rubbish because uh, you can only have a certain amount of downloads, which is really annoying, and I've exceeded mine. So I can't download it now on the Android app. Oh, well, yeah. you, you have Spotify now, so. I know, so I'm super keen to like continually download it from there. Mm. We should tell people on social about that as well, Matt. I will do that. <laughs> My next week's a little bit busy, but not as busy as yours, should I say. <laughs> well, even with my busy week, I still have time. I know, I know. Well, uh, yes, thank you very much for listening, everyone. As Matt was saying, we'd love to hear your story. So, like, tweet us, or I think you can leave comments on the website, or you can definitely fill in the form and let us know that way, and we can read out some of the craziest jobs that you've had to do. That'd be fun. Um, what else, Matt? You can follow us on social, Honest Pod, and Instagram, and Twitter. Matt is what's your social feed? All teeth and chips on Instagram, and just all teeth on Twitter. No chips. You're on a diet on Twitter, are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's thin me and fat me is on Instagram. <laughs> Um, I'm A-S-H-M-C-A across the board um, but yeah we look forward to reading some more reviews next week so go on to iTunes and leave the little review please. thanks everyone thank you so much have a lovely week bye bye bye